Welcome to Because We Make, the podcast about making creativity and why we do what we do as makers and creatives. I'm your host, Vincent Ferrari, and joining me on the almost eve of his one-year anniversary as co-host, Ethan Carter. What's going on, man? I can't believe it. It's been almost a year. A year, dude. A year. You've been doing this crap for a year, man. <laughs> I can't. I, and again, we've said it so many times, but if you'd asked me this, this day a year ago... If one, I would have made it through a podcast as a guest, <laughs> let alone being a co-host, I would I would have never expected it. And what a what an amazing surprise and uh, amazing opportunity that you provided me. So thank you, thank you again. Oh, I went I went back and um, we were laying in bed the other night, and I said to Beth, I was like, you know, I think I'm going to go back and re-listen to episode eleven, at least the intro. I just want to hear how I, I need introduced. To do it. Yeah, and I called you like a talented young man and i was just like <laughs> laughing at that it was just a funny thing like i i know we talk about the famous episode 11 like there's a couple of famous episodes in our history you know 19 11 and yep. 9 are probably the three that popped to mind initially yeah and it's like just y- y'all should go back and really listen to it because it is funny hearing ethan and i literally speak for the first time ever right as if we're like old buddies well and and I mean, we had talked some, and we had com- uh, communicated some on Instagram, mm-hmm. but not that much. I mean, like, no, not, not much. Not much. It wasn't a ton. It was, yeah. No, it, it was, was more like I met you. I think I, I think I talked about your copper eyeglass holder, yep. Yep. like a week before, and then I was like, "Hey, you want to come on my podcast?" And I was like, "Uh, oh no, <laughs> you know what? It was the week before that because one of the things that happened in the intro that was really interesting was I mentioned to you." Uh, we, I mentioned in the intro that we had to skip because I had to postpone. It was the first time I had ever had to postpone a guest. And I put I had to postpone you one week because I was like, kill, the chemo oh, was right, killing right, me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, I do remember that. Because I remember sitting there agonizing. I was like, I just don't have it in me to get this done. That was when I would get like three or four weeks behead. Uh, behead. Ahead. What, behead's yeah. not even a word. <laughs> three or four weeks ahead of, you know, the show. right. And not like I can talk much better tonight, apparently, but I would get three or four weeks ahead on interviews, and I was like, ah, I can skip one week and not be behind, and wow, that was, yeah, dude, it was and really... What, and what if I had been like, you know what, screw this guy, Vincent, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Well, I promise you, because we make, would still have about 30 downloads a week. <laughs> no one would listen. Well, no one listens now. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, we've got a quite a great community. We we'll, really we'll do. talk about and a lot tonight. Every time I hear, every time I hear, you know... You know, you go on other shows and talk mm-hmm. about it. I've been on other shows and talk about it. But I, we always come back to the community of the people that you know that follow the show, that actively participate. You know, whether it's in the in the reviews on my Instagram, on your Instagram, or um, you know, in the Discord. It's just. And by the way, the Discord is not mine. So when when I say the Discord. If you join Makers on Zoom having coffee on Saturday mornings, you get an invite to the Discord afterwards. So well, if if you want to come to the Discord, you got to come hang with us. And it's and it's a great time. And I've missed it. So the last like, I've, I, it's probably been a month since I've been on. Um, it's been a little while. Yeah, it's been a while. But uh, I had every intention last week, but then uh, I uh, ended up staying up a little too late on Friday and. I got up and I was way behind and I was just like, ah, so, um, I had every intention cause I, I love that group. It's a really fun conversation. So we, um, we spent almost the entire time this week talking about cars and it was so much fun like ah. just bullshitting about cars for like, <laughs> I swear we spent probably about a solid two hours just talking about cars and trucks. And that's, that's awesome. probably because none of the women were there. And that's not to say women don't talk about those things. Don't get don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that. 
women, we get it. We like cars. But when guys get together, you know, there's a bunch of guys, you know, pull up the belt, grab a beer, talk about it. No, no, it really <laughs> wasn't much of that. It was just like, this. what was your first car? And what's yeah. better, vans or trucks? Which was actually a really interesting it conversation. It is an interesting conversation. Because, you know, everybody has their way and then i think morley has a hyundai so yeah <laughs> right right he has and like he, a hyundai he, accent <laughs> but and he doesn't even use that he uses his bike most I of the know. time right? i know i that was the greatest picture was on his instagram a couple of days ago when he was picking up hides yeah and yeah. he's got the messenger bag and it's just yep. i love it it yep. just cracked me up it's great we um we don't in case you haven't figured it out by now we don't have a guest tonight <laughs> well i mean so we've gone we've gone four minutes without introducing our guest before but that, that is true that is yeah. true actually yeah this is really no indication of whether yeah. or not we have a guest. <laughs> um we we okay so just bottom line is this the johnny lambert episode is going to have to be re-recorded cast doesn't look like cast is going to be able to help us even though we have the backup file is something got messed up in the recording so it doesn't look like so we're gonna to have to reschedule with johnny we are gonna have him on again and and, um, and again johnny if you're listening thank you so much for coming on and thank you yeah. for being so understanding he was he's yeah, he's been we, a great sport about it um we, we really appreciate it man yeah. and i know that i i i'm i wish i'm and don't take this the wrong way pal but i wish it was just a me and you episode because it's horrible right. when it happens with a guest because well, the guest takes time out of their life to be yeah. on the show and then the only time and it's like, oh, yeah, we run a professional operation. Everything will go great. The recording will sound great. And then we do the recording, and there is no damn recording. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. It. It, was, it was heartbreaking. I, I, I was so bummed. I thought about running. I did think about running it up until the halftime show. Mm-hmm. But it just, it's not an, there's not enough there for an episode. I don't, I mean, there was a lot in the first half, but there was a lot. And I mean, yeah. we went an hour and 51 minutes, and it was so good. <laughs> yeah, it, He's, I, he's awesome, and as we've I, talked about many times, so I really do hope we, I really do hope we can capture that in the bottle well, again. If, if 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 for some reason we can't get him again, I still think we should put that the first half out if, as a bonus. We'll get him again. Yeah, we'll get, we'll him, get again. him again. If I, if we have to yeah. wait, we have to yeah. wait. But yeah. we will get Johnny again because I enjoyed that conversation so mm-hmm. much. And frankly, now I'm going to look like I really know what I'm talking about because I'm <laughs> going to have insights that I didn't have before. But <laughs> but what we are going to do tonight? So we did talk about doing this. We talked about doing. Um, housekeeping type episode yeah we haven't done, we haven't done a you and i episode in a long time yeah which and is we have great but we have six reviews i know it's awesome six now guys i know you look at six dude six reviews in one shot like we were getting one every couple of weeks we got six since we've done reviews last time so and and again i not to to push it but it is we we say it, every podcast says it it is amazing how impactful comments are Mm-hmm. to to a podcast's performance and recommendations it it doesn't take much so it, it, your one review actually does make a difference so so thank you for all those those six i mean that's it's super important so yeah it's 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 really it's i get sometimes i read the reviews and i'm like wow i feel like we're actually reaching people well yeah right um and that's and in the, fact, my, my, my. let's get it right out of the way we Do got it. our first negative review <laughs> You know, we I've mentioned this review a few times, um, and l- l- let's be honest, I just don't care about negative reviews. No, I really don't. I don't know why. I, mean, I used to really want to go at people for them, but you know, now I just look at them and go, "All right, this is a guy who either doesn't get us, or it's a difference of opinion, which we're allowed. You're allowed to have. You don't yep. have to like us. You don't even have to like what we do. You don't like the podcast. That's mm-hmm. cool. Whatever. I don't." I just feel like this guy is so wrong that it's like, wow, you not only don't understand it, but you 
aggressively don't understand what we do here. <laughs> so let's just get the negative. I've been kind of dying to just address this review. And I actually, I put it on my Instagram and with a big rainbow and it said, thank you. And I posted the whole text of it on my Instagram just because screw it. I'm going to just own this negative review. So here's the negative review from Jutu Len, whoever that is. Um, he says, one star. Hosts won't let guests talk and make everything about themselves. I, I don't know a single... First of all, I don't know a guest that's ever said we didn't let them talk. Mm-hmm. In fact, every guest that's been on this show, we've ended up friends with in one way or another. But right. okay, cool. Um, ugh. This could have been a good podcast if the host would just ask questions of their guests and then listen instead of talking over the guests. Wesley Treat is one of my favorite makers, and I was really looking forward to hearing him talk. Instead, the host had to make everything about themselves and repeatedly talked over Wesley's answers. They sound like a couple of hipsters who want to be makers, but are too preoccupied with involving themselves in every little story the guest mentions. I gave up halfway through the episode. What a waste. Well, it's funny, though. The second half of the episode, we didn't talk at all. No, we really so didn't. So it, it was pretty, I, know, I don't he, just, wanna, he just I, gave up too quick. I, yeah, I feel like, <laughs> wow, dumbass. If you're going to criticize the whole show, you could at least listen to the whole show. But okay, cool. So let's, let's go through this because there is some, there's some meat here. Mm-hmm. Okay. This could have been a good podcast if the host would just ask questions of their guests and listen instead of talking. Over the, okay. Dummy. That's not what we do here. Right. We don't ask questions. I pride myself, and I'm, I'm speaking for me. I'm not speaking for you. I'm speaking for me. I am Vincent. I pride myself on the fact that this isn't a typical question and answer. I have to circle back to everything on my list and ask a question because I wrote it down. Okay, that's not what we do. That right. is absolutely 100% not what we do. And if that's what you want, yeah, this is not the podcast for you. We bring guests on because we like them and we like their work. And we like to talk to people. We like to get to know people. I don't give a damn so much about what you're making. I want to learn about the people. And Mm -hmm. that's the thing that I, when I started this podcast, I didn't want to do a podcast about projects. I just didn't. I find those podcasts great, but this is a podcast. The idea of talking about what your project is it's, it should be ancillary to your guests, your, the guest's background, why they do it, how they've learned what they've learned, who they've learned from, that kind of stuff. That's way more interesting to me than, oh, so I cut this dado at three quarters of an inch and I realized it was short, so I shifted it over a sixteenth of an inch just to make sure that the, who cares? No one cares. There are podcasts that do that, and that's fine. If that's your thing, go listen to them. There's a lot of them. You can find them. There are a dime a dozen. But if you want to hear people have a conversation with their guest, fine. Now, talking over the guests. Okay, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. And Guys, I know this is going to come as a shock to you, but when Ethan and I record this podcast, we are not in the same room. I know. That's going to shock everyone. But here's the deal, right? We're not in the same room. There is a lag between me and him. No matter what we do, there's always going to be a lag between either he and I or us and our guests. And the more guests you add into the mix, the harder it gets to not step over. It's going to happen. Dude, listen to any podcast with more than one host. Listen to Making It, which is one of the more polished podcasts. They do it all the time. They're always stepping all over each other. Because it's just... 
You can't help it. If I can't see your face and see your face like in real time, you're going to get stepped over. It's just you wait. Sometimes, sometimes you expect a guest to start talking and they don't. They expect you to start talking and you don't. And then you're like, okay, well, I'm the host, so I have to move the conversation. And as soon right. as you start talking, boom, the next person starts talking. It's like, okay, now you're talking over each other. Obviously, due to Len, you've never run a podcast. You've never done it over the internet. And you've never had a conversation that's supposed to be in real time where you can't see the person you're talking to. Because if you did, you would understand that. Just get on a conference call. How many conference calls are people stepping on each other and apologizing for doing it? Right. It's just, it's part of it. It's part of, it goes with the territory. Okay. Wesley Treat is one of my favorite makers. I was really looking forward to hearing him talk. Well, not looking forward enough to hear the entire episode, apparently. Um, instead, the host had to make everything about themselves and repeatedly talked over Wesley's answers. Again, the talking over. Well, I don't feel like Wesley felt that way. No, I don't either. But. Um, and I'll, just as proof, go look at my Instagram. He follows me. He started following me after he was on the podcast. Mm -hmm. If he thought I was stomping all over him, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have started following me. And I wouldn't have been offended by it. And I wouldn't have known and nothing would have happened. But he started following me. So clearly I brought something to the table. Ethan brought something to the table. Wesley's a good dude. And I don't think he's a pushover. If we didn't do a good job by him, he would not have promoted his appearance on the podcast right, after he was on, on his, which right. I'm pretty sure if you're such a huge fan of him, you saw on his Instagram. So clearly you misread the room. They sound like a couple of hipsters who want to be makers, but are too preoccupied with involving themselves in every little story the guest met. Okay. Let me ask you again. If you listened to the podcast, I talk and Ethan talks about the things we make. I am running a business making things i'm a hipster that doesn't make stuff i want to be a maker okay <laughs> okay i'll i'll stop my business just because it just i can't Im i can't imagine how many things this guy could have possibly gotten wrong and how he hit the lottery and getting all of them wrong it's <laughs> wonderful i and like you said i gave up halfway through the episode what a waste well the second half of the show, literally, it was Wesley talking about his history with older computers, and you missed all of it. Yeah. So, good job. You wanted to hear what he had to say, and you didn't even listen to what he had to say. But, hey, Judelen, good on you, buddy. One, re one star, you hate us. I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, so listen, I mean, here's my, my quick take on it, because, I mean, I agree with a lot of the things you said, Vincent. I think, I think it, what it boils down to is there's podcast formats which you talked about which it, our, our podcast format is designed to be a yes we have guests on we want to hear about their them and their opinions but it's a come come hang out with us and and we'll you know we talk about it and that's why we talk about our own experiences um and you know i think we we do that also because it it when we talk about some of our experiences it pops a lot of the time it it uh, spur, uh sparks something in them and they, and that creates another conversation. So, mm -hmm. so that's part of it. So I think it's just one, a, he didn't understand the format. I think two, I'm guessing that he probably doesn't listen to a lot of podcasts, like making it and stuff like that, because that is, I mean, it's, there's a certain type of podcast like this where there's three people hanging out and it's very casual and very non-scripted and very kind of unregimented and unformatted, uh, purposely. And, and because of that, you get a lot of that talk over. 
Um, whereas if you, there's other formats of podcasts that are very, you know, very polished. They're, they are a news, con- you know, they're almost like a, like you'd see a, a cable news channel, right? And mm-hmm. it is very very structured and formatted and that's fine that's a totally different format but those yes they're going to be the hosts are going to ask a question then they're going to stop the guest is going to answer answer that question and, that, and that's fine again so i i think it's i think is one truly didn't understand the format doesn't understand that i think he's probably comes from a place of um he loves wesley and mm-hmm. but he probably is not very tuned into the maker podcast uh no. vibe and 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 what we do you know and you know what you can call me hipster i mean there's there's aspects of my life that i probably am a hipster dude i got um, the glasses i am a total hipster yeah right? so I wear that, crystals and, and got the glasses it's all good yeah. <laughs> and, and, and i do i do have vinyl records and i'm not ashamed of it you know what so um but whatever but it, again i don't take offense to that because again most of the time when someone says that you're not a maker they're probably not making anything themselves and again i don't mean that in a negative way necessarily it's just you know that one of the best things about the term maker is that there, nothing qualifies. All you have to do is make something. You can make a paper airplane. You're a maker, and and so the second that you question that, that's you know, then you just don't get what a maker is, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. I, again, I think he, I think he was a Wesley fan, um, and and just wanted to hear something very specific to what he likes. Mm-hmm. And he didn't hear that. And, you know, he's he's warranted in his opinion. Cool. And yeah, so let's That's move on. Cool. Yeah, I, I one thing I will one thing I will say, though, and I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate how unique you find our format. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah exactly. Right. Because right. honestly, if this format gets you, it's because you just haven't listened to a whole ton of podcasts that are conversational. And right. again, there's a lot of I, I know what a lot of people listen to when they listen to podcasts. By the way, um, it's I've what I if you look at the charts on any of the podcatchers, it's ninety percent NPR produced stuff. Mm-hmm. NPR podcasts have a certain vibe to them. It's this guy asks a question. Well, that guy chimes in with his answer. Well, this guy says, "Well, what about this?" And they they, it's an interview show. That's not what we are. It's right. just it's not. And I, I I'm sorry you don't like it. Um, am I losing any sleep over it? <laughs> Um, well, and, and the other thing, too, is to be fair, and, and you made this point, we we do talk over each other and that happens. Like, and do. so that, so he's not wrong that we do that. And we do that to our guests. We do that to each other. And it's it's partly because, like you said, I actually, it's the same two things you said is one, it's the delay. Mm-hmm. And it's two, it's part of hosting a podcast is keeping the conversation going. And, yep. and I'm sorry, if it, there's podcasts that you listen to that where the host uh, the hosts don't keep it moving. And I'm sorry, it's way more painful to have dead air than it is to hear someone uh, talk over each other. I'm going to so. give you I'm going to give you a very good example of a, of a guest that we had, who if I went by the first ten minutes, the show would have sucked, and I would have punched out and said, "Nope, we're just going to get another guest." Right? Episode eleven, Ethan Carter, <laughs> with the young man, Ethan Carter. <laughs> no, the episode that we did with Lee Time Rider, initially. Yeah. And I'm only saying initially, and I'm saying it for a reason. Initially, he was very uncomfortable on the mic. I could tell, right? But, but by halfway through the episode, oh my God, we were all yeah. laughing. He was, yeah. he warmed up. He was, he got more, com- he clearly got more comfortable, right? It happens. Yep. It happens. And sometimes, and I, you know, I know Ethan's my co-host, right? And I don't, Ethan's not going to take this the wrong way. He understands what I'm saying. I move the show along. 
mm-hmm. keep the show on schedule. I move the show along. And we do we inter we do the the conversation comes together, but as far as the mechanics of the show, that's me. I do that. I keep the show on schedule. <laughs> when you see what a great job of it I do, but I keep things moving along. And sometimes when somebody isn't talking, it's like, oh God, I, what am I supposed to say here? Like I can't fill in every gap, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just the mechanics of it, and I understand sometimes it works better than it does other times. I get it. I really hope you come back and give us another listen. I don't know, maybe listen to an episode without a guest and see how we do. Maybe you'll um, maybe you'll warm up to us and then come back. I don't know. If you don't like us, I'm really sorry. We try every week to put on a good show. And if we're not your cup of tea, then I'm sure there are, well, we know Let's how many. Let's move on to the people just that in our are category, there's cup of 20, tea, right? Yeah, just in our category, there are 2,500 podcasts. Yeah. I'm sure you can find one that'll fit your needs better. So I wish you nothing but the best, Jutulen. And now I close this tab, and I never think about you again. <laughs> okay. Want to do another one? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Now we get to the five that kiss our ass, which is the ones you really <laughs> like. No, I'm kidding. Um, five, this is from hashtag Mary Lou. I don't know this person. Hashtag Mary Lou. I, I don't know who that is. Um, hmm. Five stars. Love the pod. I absolutely love hearing this podcast. Vincent and Ethan are fantastic guys. They're bringing on amazing people, but even without a guest, the show is great. It's so lovely to hear everyone's conviction for doing the things they love. Aw. Want to know what we love, Mary Lou? We love you. Yeah. <laughs> Both of us do. Seriously, we yeah. really do love you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, that's, that's really sweet. Thank you so yeah. much, Mary Lou. We really do appreciate it. Um, by the way, I just want to point out, and you guys, we've read negative reviews before. This, no, we we don't hide the negative reviews. I mean, I, we read that one. That was pretty brutal. Um, we read the one the other day from a guy who's actually a fan of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just, you know, we had a weird kind of synchronizing issue with the show. But yeah, so mm-hmm. we don't hide we don't hide the negatives. If you guys don't like us, feel free to tell us. But um, there's a lot more people that do. Okay, sorry. Enough self-butt kissing. <laughs> um, these guys are great. From your new pal, Rory. Oh, Rory. Okay. Rory is one <laughs> of the coolest dudes, by the way. I just want to point that out. I love Rory. I do. Um, I love his videos. I love his Instagram. I, I, Rory's one of the good guys. Um, five stars. These guys are great. Just found these guys, and they're genuine makers, and their passion shows. The guests have been phenomenal, and their social accounts are really good followers as well. Keep it up, Ethan and Vincent. Your new pal, Rory. That's awesome. He posted one day, I think he re- reposted like one of my stories just out of nowhere, and I was like, oh, wow, thanks, man. Like, you know, Rory's, Rory's one of the good guys. In fact, RLL Woodworks, go follow him because he, he makes really cool stuff, and he's a truly nice guy, and we like to reward the nice people on this show. So RLL Woodworks, you can... He's on Twitter. I I see him on Twitter. I see him on Instagram a lot, and he puts up he puts up some videos every now and then. So, yeah, no, he's a, he's a, he's definitely one of the good ones, actually. And, and so Mary Lou, let's let's give their handles so we know. So made by Mary Lou. Yeah, I, I maybe what I'll do is maybe I'll just edit the show notes to include everybody's um, yeah. socials. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love to put one for Jutu Len, but you know, he didn't. Leave one. <laughs> Sorry, I guess the thousands of people that listen won't ever know what you do. Um, all right. Let's see. Five stars. Great podcast. Um, from Mike B. 2006. Um, I think I know who this is. and I, I, I feel like I know when he joined he, iTunes. Yeah, he did. Probably in 2006. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're probably <laughs> right. No, he messaged me. Um, 
He messaged me after a show once, and of course it's in my Instagram, and I don't want to try to start digging through my phones, but great podcast. I really enjoy the podcast. It definitely has a different view on the maker scene. It's nice to learn more about the person who's the maker and not so much about what's being made. You hear that, Juju Len? Did you hear <laughs> that? He gets it. Mike B gets it. He's been getting it since 2006. <laughs> Six, right. <laughs> no, I really appreciate that. I swear that's the one thing. I love hearing that we inspire people because yes. we do get that feedback a lot that, you mm-hmm. know, and I know a couple of people and I won't name them by names. We've talked about it in the past. People have said that we've gotten them through some rough spots in their life. Um, I've seen some yep. people just going back into the shop just because we have the Enlighten Us Challenge going mm-hmm. on. Yes, which I can't wait to talk about. Yeah, but. we're going to definitely talk about that after we're done kissing our own butts for a little bit. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it's it's amazing. It's a, it's It's the greatest thing ever. So... The, what I love hearing, though, is people that they understand the show. And yes. when I read lines like, it's nice to learn more about the person who is the maker and not so much about what's being made. Mike, <laughs> yeah. you get it, brother. You get yep. it. You understand what we're doing here. Thank you. Because, boy, sometimes it feels like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. All right. Next up, from The Grant Alexander. Who's that? No, Five stars from him. This guy's a... Uh, Apparently, he has a podcast. I don't know. Yeah. Um, these two awesome people get to speak with all the best makers out there. The best part is they don't ask these people the same questions everyone else asks. They just have a conversation and see where it goes. Keep being awesome. Thank you, uh, Thanks. And I was actually, you might want to go back and listen to Clamp, mm-hmm. the Creating, Living, and Making podcast. I was actually on their podcast. Okay. I warmed up for Jimmy DeResta. There you go. Uh, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. You know, that's really as far as it goes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that's Grant. Thank you so much, man. And again, Grant, Grant gets it. I like, yeah. I like it when people, I'm, I'm starting to feel like that's what's going to be in my mind, the differentiator between somebody that I need to listen to and somebody that I just go, okay, thanks. Like, I feel like people that get it really get it. And people that don't, I just don't even want to bother anymore. <laughs> right. Like, I right. can't, I can't make you get it. Yeah, but no, it doesn't matter. Right? Doesn't matter. Like that's that's well, that's how it feels. Like I can't make you get it. Why is this not letting me check this off? <laughs> oh, it must be driving us. Um, while while you're trying to check that off, I'll just I'll just put own, my own plug in there. If uh, if uh, if the clamp uh, podcast, if if you have Bob on there and he drops off at the last minute, I'm happy to come on. So just saying. <laughs> <laughs> See, wow ethan is openly trying to get on other podcasts <laughs> this is ethan this was ethan's first podcast everybody needs to i know and I, and I i thought i like i was thought i'd never do another podcast after this because i'd bomb so it's <laughs> <laughs> freaking great i love it and and that's true I'm, I'm not playing the modest anything like that i truly was terrified oh no the first time i the when the first thing he told me is are you sure i believe if i went back and found that conversation where i asked him i think the first thing he asked me was are you sure yeah i'm i'm sure i think that was actually the words he used he said are you sure yeah yeah well and and again not to harp on this again as we've done many times but I, i i do say that this podcast is also the doing this every week has gotten me so much better at all the things that i wanted to do in terms of doing more stories, putting my, putting myself in my videos more, all those types of things. Um, this was definitely a catalyst that helped that because, you know, it, it was the confidence I needed, you know? So, um, so there's added, there's that benefit as well. So plus, I mean, 
I at the very least. We always say that you and I have very little overlap in the people that follow the two of us, and that's really true. There are people who follow both of us because of this podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of people that follow Ethan that have no idea who I am, and there's a lot of people that follow me that have no idea who Ethan is. And I'll give you an example. I know he's going to love hearing his name, but Al is a great example from Mm -hmm. New York Woodworks. Yep. You know, he's like, oh, this guy Ethan, he's a cool dude, you know? Yeah. And he started listening. He was talking to me the other day. I was like, hey, if you want to hear Ethan's first episode, he went back and listened to episode Oh, 11. did he? Yeah, he did. He- well, so the second you sent, I, I reached out to him. And again, I was just, I just was like, I, I, you know, Vincent showed me the shout out. I really appreciate it. I, you know, and again, I don't do that in vain. You know, I don't do that without looking at someone's feed and mm-hmm. looking, you know, I, I truly try to understand who I'm talking to. And so what a nice guy. I mean, oh my God. He right? is, he is, and I, I've said it a few times to various people, anyone who listen, Al is one of the nicest guys on the planet. I'm not even exaggerating. He's, in, in Yiddish, we call him a mensch. He's a mensch. <laughs> He's an absolute mensch. Um, he's been, he volunteers himself to help me out with my little hobbyist CNC, even though he's got, he's got Hannibal, which is the same one that, for those of you that aren't following along, it's the same CNC that April Wilkerson has, the giant Laguna one. That's amazing, yeah. And he's just the nicest guy. He's ready to share his knowledge, and he truly buys into the idea that, you know, as makers, we don't learn in a vacuum. Right. And he's just, he does, he's one of the most active storiers. Like, you know how when you go, you load up Jimmy's stories, it's all tiny little dashes, and it's like, oh, God, Jimmy (laughs) did like three hours worth of stories today. Al can get up there with the best of them like his stories are but he's funny he's engaging and he had an, a thing the other day where he was making a sign out of a slab and he mistakenly zeroed the machine at the wrong spot he zeroed it <laughs> at the corner instead of where he wanted to zero it and it's like oh boy these dumb machines they only do what you tell them to do <laughs> or no you just push a button and it makes it for you so well, and that's that's and it's funny because one of my favorite things about you know in the making world is digital fabrication. Like I love it. I, mm-hmm. I eat, sleep and breathe it. And then the more <laughs> I do of it, the more I love it. And people are convinced that that's easy. And I'm like, dude, I would highly recommend before you call it easy, try to do it. Like there's an art to it, you know? Well, for me, that is way more intimidating. Like I would have better results trying to route something out by hand. Mm-hmm than than digital fabrication because i just don't have any experience with that any knowledge of that so to me it's like that's almost harder and well it is it is harder it's not almost hard it is harder for me now i can get there and i can learn it and stuff like that but but yeah i mean it's it's not easy really it takes a lot of skill and a lot of and even even when you have the skill so i'll give you a good example right so um justin justin has a cnc bare naked who was our guest host last week and he has a he has a cnc and we talked about this but he did a wonderful project a wonderful project for his anniversary. It was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Like it was gorgeous. But in the in the run up to doing the cut, he was trying to set up the graphics and he asked in the Discord, he was mentioning something like, I don't know, he was having trouble working out the cut. And I'm like, well, why don't you take the silhouette and do an offset and then butt the letters to the offset instead of butting them to the silhouette? This way the resin doesn't flow into the letters. And he's like, that's brilliant. And and it was like, yeah, right. you know, because that's my expertise is right. I use Illustrator all day, every day. So, you know, I 
could I give it to you off the top of my head? Here's the process. Click this, click. This. No, but I can tell you the process and you could probably work out from what I tell you how to do it. That's my expertise. But mm-hmm. I got commissioned by a friend to make an aluminum memorial plaque for a tree. And cool. he just did one. So I went right back to him. I'm like, hey, listen, I know you just did aluminum. I need some advice on how to get this thing done. And we talked about it. And he's like, yeah, I use this bit. And, you know, we'll talk about speeds and feeds once you get into doing the projects. Like, this is why, this is why digital fabrication is almost better than like traditional woodwork and traditional metalwork. Because I have never worked with aluminum on that scale. Mm -hmm. But I can put it on my machine. And as long as I set it correctly and hold it down right, it's going to work. Again, and this is completely different because it's definitely not digital fabrication, but like, you know, everyone knows I have the Cricut Maker and I engrave a lot of leather with in Cricut Maker. And it it's it's not, there's a certain technique that it takes to get a, you know, if you go on, if I'm trying to find your logo, Vincent, right? Mm-hmm. And I go I search on the internet and find your logo. It takes, there's a certain w- procedure that it takes to get a good engraving mm-hmm. from that, mm-hmm. from that, you know, png file and so even that so i've gotten my process down to figuring out how to do that in a way that people ask me how i do it now and again that's not digital fabrication but it's it's you figure out these little tips and tricks and then you and then you share those with people because it's not complicated but it's just well i mean sometimes it is but but it's it but it's just not it, having no experience well, with you know, it. it. That's what, yeah, it, it's a, it's a unique process. Yes, so, exactly. Right. Like when that's I was what, doing, right. when I did um, Morley's cutting board from the social justice mm-hmm. raffle, I put Penny on it. That was mm-hmm. a picture from his Instagram that I turned into an engraving. Now, could I have just taken a JPEG and slap? Yeah, I could have. I totally could have done a screen grab and just done it, but it wouldn't have looked that good. Right. But I, you know, because Dave Swiduck and then, see how it all, Dave mm-hmm. once told me about this great program called Adobe Capture. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, I mean, you've th- talked about that before, yeah. but I totally forgot about it's that. It's the greatest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. If you want vector graphics out of things that aren't vector I graphics, get that. Yeah. Adobe Capture is wonderful at doing that. So, yeah, I took the picture. I tweaked it up. I brought it into Illustrator, cleaned up the paths, and did all the magic. And this is the stuff, but that's, that's kind of the point. Your processes and your procedures are things you've learned and right. everything you share makes somebody willing to share back with you. Yeah. And it, that's what, that's why we have a community. That's what makes this community so damn good. Exactly. Um, at last review. Oh, wow. Right, yeah. We, we digress. We digress. Um, <laughs> five stars from one Morley Kurt. Did you know Morley has had jobs since he was like six? Like, yeah. I'm not surprised. That, he's how old is he? It's like 20. No, he's like yeah, 23. I think he's, he's 23. Yeah. He's like, he's, I don't know. He's just one of those people that I feel like he's very uh, smart and, and and strategic without even thinking he's strategic, and you know? he's, he, Morley to me, I've never said this to him. That's fine. But I'm going to say it now. Morley at 23 is as motivated as I was at 43. Yeah. yeah like yeah. he figured it out 20 years faster than me. And it well, frightens and, and, me where he's going to be when he's my age. I, I guess I think that was that was kind of what the point I was trying to yeah. make too. Is like he's 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 you know it's not like this sounds stupid like someone to watch, but like it it's true though. He's he's got the passion, and but it also doesn't come across as he's he doesn't come across as someone that's like uh, you know Gary V. And I don't mean that in a bad way, <laughs> but like it's not a super aggressive like. Hold on, hold on a second. Colt, I just rolled my eyes. I did it for you, buddy. Okay, go ahead, Ethan. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. 
Um, why? Wait, I gotta know that joke. Oh, it's a it's a running gag. Um, in the Discord, every, um, on the Zoom chat every Saturday, if anyone mentions Gary V, I roll my eyes because oh, good, can't good, okay, yeah. No, Gary I'm I'm v. glad you did that. Yes, yeah, yeah. okay. So I support that eye roll. <laughs> but, but, but no, because I was I was comparing, not trying to compare mm-hmm. him to it. But but do you know? Does that make sense? Like, uh, I I feel like Morley is just he's passionate about things. He's smart about things. He's just he he goes after things. But it's not from like a this like super like competitive driven like he's not a cliche yes okay that's what there it is go. he's not a cliche yeah. he's actually doing the work yes you know? okay and I, but and, and and in a way that's passionate mm-hmm. and not because he's trying to necessarily achieve a goal it's more of i'm gonna do all the things that i like and i'm just good at doing them so i almost yeah. feel like we should get morley back on the show again yeah just to talk more about you know his background because he's a, he's an interesting dude mm-hmm. and now he's doing two freaking podcasts because you know, I know morley I can't just do one podcast no more that's exactly do- what i mean and i don't <laughs> think he's doing two podcasts because he's like i'm i'm gonna take over the world with my two podcasts he's like ah, i, I want to do two podcasts i have a passion i'm gonna do two yeah. podcasts yeah. Yeah. yeah i i i wish and you know we'll gush we'll gush over morley all day but i really wish i had it I know he doesn't, he'll tell you he doesn't have it figured out. And I, I think he's probably right. He probably doesn't have it figured out. Well, none of us do. But I Let's think he honest. understands yes. the importance of going after something if you're interested in it. And yeah. it's yep. like, wow, dude, you figured, I wish I'd figured it out when you did. I really do. I really yeah, I know. Do. Right. No, honestly, well, that's the thing. It's like, I, and we've, I, we've probably talked about this before. I was like, if I figured out this, this passion and that this, this, and I discovered this community and mm-hmm. all of that. When I was like twenty six, oh god! I, I mean, I would be in a. I would. I would be doing this full time. I, I, I mean, I, I would. I, right? I, no, I, mean, I was just gonna say, I wouldn't be doing my day job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and and that's not to say that you know, it, you know, it's not too late and all those things, but like it's just a different mindset. So I'm so excited when I see someone that that is at that point where they still don't have the all the things that make it hard to mm-hmm. jump in full, full him uh, and yeah you know tyler watching tyler you know we yeah we exactly tyler, yeah. he and tyler yeah. i really do yeah. i put morley and tyler maybe they don't do the same thing but i put their mind oh they definitely don't in right. the same place right you know where, and i'm jealous that i'm not at that point with them i so with all this butt kissing of Morley done, let's read his review. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, Ethan and Vincent are two genuine dudes whose passion for the maker communities really shines through on this podcast. Their guests are fantastic cross-section of the maker community, and I've discovered some incredibly creative people through this podcast. With or without a guest, every episode is a great conversation, ranging from shop talk to random obsessions to personal growth. Thanks for the shot of positivity, guys. And really, that's kind of what we're trying to be, right? It's yeah. it, We don't want... Look, there's a very negative world out there. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but the world yeah. kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, but if we can maybe for, I don't know, an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, depending on who the guest is. But 52 minutes if it's J- Johnny. Yeah, 51 minutes and nine <laughs> seconds. But yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate that because we really do try yeah. to keep it positive. I know that, you know, I had, we had that whole negative review earlier. Really, it was just kind of just like annoyed. Like it just finally had to just say something like I'm tired of <laughs> get it off your chest. Yeah, yeah, I really feel like I've been dying to just tell them off and not, I, yeah. you know, it is, it is hard to be positive all the time, but I do think that we do generally keep it positive on you. Even when the stuff, even when stuff is negative, you yeah. know, we do keep it well, positive. We try to, we try to understand where it's coming from mm-hmm. and all that. So, but, but honestly, if Morley had given us a four star review, we would not have talked about him at all. So, not nah, exactly. We probably would have just <laughs> deleted the review and that would have been it. 
Um, one of the one of my favorite things, though, seriously, is when we get that review from um, we get the review f- the reviews from um, mypodcastreviews.com. Mm-hmm. and it just I love getting that email because like, oh, it's a new review. What did they have to say? And I think we have them all covered. The weird thing is we didn't get grants, um, but we generally do get all the reviews from whatever market, whatever iTunes store they come in from, or whatever we get them from Stitcher, Podcast Addict. And Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and iTunes. So if you're reviewing us anywhere else, um, don't be shy. You can email it to us, too. Um, just let us know that you left a review once it's live, and we'll, we'll read it. I, we use a service. I, I, we can't check every marketplace. Um, right. So I pay a couple of bucks a month, and every this service, every time a new review shows up, it just kicks it over to us, and it goes into the show notes automatically. So, um, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the reviews. Um, I know there's some, I, we've talked about it and I think they talked about it on making, I think Bob mentioned it. He said he wasn't sure that it made a big difference, but people say that Bob, it does make a big difference. Oh, the comment, the reviews, they, they I mean the reviews. Yeah. yeah. In what, in, it, it, no, it really does. I, I, I know this. I mean, yeah. In yeah. what they surface, it does make a big difference. If you, mm-hmm. if you have a podcast that's got a lot of listeners, but no reviews and a podcast that has a lot of reviews and no listeners, the one that has a lot of reviews and no listeners is going to get surfaced in a search first because it's considered to be a better podcast. So, well, and it's just like any other kind of medium that we've talked about a million times. Mm-hmm. Engagement's more important than anything mm-hmm. else. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Stats don't mean anything. Nope. No, you know, no. Well, they do, but <laughs> to us, they do. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> to my pride. <laughs> exactly. And my pride is very, very, very fragile. Um, <laughs> let's take a break. We'll hit up the two sponsors. Well, I mean, I'm saying it's two. I don't know what it's going to be when you listen to it, but right now it's two. We'll hit the sponsors and we will be right back. If your home is feeling a little bit drab and uninspired, Maybe it just needs a touch of art. Creative Ward Gallery is run by friend of the show, Marion Ward, who does Bob Ross-inspired landscapes in acrylic and oil, and will even do custom commissions to suit your mood or decor. Check her out at Instagram.com slash Creative Ward Gallery. And if you mention you heard about her on Because We Make, she'll ship your piece for free in the United States. What are you waiting for? Dress up your home today. See, we told you we'd be back. and We are back. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. We're we're looking at the time ticking away, and it's nine oh nine on Tuesday. And normally I wouldn't care, but I have to edit this tonight. Yeah, but tonight. Be- <laughs> oh my god! Second week in a row, I'm editing Tuesday night to post Wednesday morning because Justin You're and such I, a pro man. Justin and I finished at like twenty after ten last week. Oh. Just for the record. And I still had the podcast up at five o'clock on Wednesday morning. And by again, by the way, thank you, Justin, for stepping in. Yes. I'm sure you did an amazing, much better job than I do. But dude, it was we. I didn't know what we were going to do. I'm not going to lie. Right, right. Well, exactly. Well, that's the other thing too. Let's just put it out there. Is I I realized I couldn't do it at like probably like one p.m. Yeah, and. Justin jumped in yep. out of nowhere and just did it. So I was totally. I was just like. Justin was my first choice. Yeah. Um, I won't embarrass anyone by saying they were second to Justin, but my second choice, if we ever need a fill-in host, will absolutely be my first choice next time. Um, we've had we've had fill-in hosts, so I thought about it, right? This isn't the first time. Dave filled in for you once. Yep, yep. Um, and now Justin filled in for you once. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think we can... I think we've pretty much proven that this format 
screw you, Judelin. This format will work with pretty much um, <laughs> any of us, any combination of people. Well, we also, <laughs> we were talking about this on the halftime show, not not capitalized, don't worry, Chris, <laughs> Skydog, um, that I will probably never host this show without Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's not going to happen. You know it's going to uh, happen, by the way. You know what? You know one day it will happen. You will co- uh, You will host this show because one day... I don't know if you believe this, Ethan, but one day I'm going to take a vacation. Yeah, yeah no, well, all right. Well, my kidding. palms are sweating, so let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear, I want to hear your, I mean, maybe we should have people vote on it, but who wants to hear Ethan do the intro? Cold. No, well, you could have heard it if you had come on the Maker's Town well, Hall. Well, no, I could have heard it if the record button was pressed. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen, but, you know, I got to give you a kick I, in the I ass. I think I that. nailed it. I think I did. I, I don't know because there's no proof, but I be- I'm I, pretty sure I nailed I it. I believe Marion was in the room at the time, and she did confirm. Um, who was it? It was Marion and Stephen's sister, and then Yes, and yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, and then me, I think. Yeah, I think that was the crew. Yeah. Was it? That was- and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know. I think I've, I've I've heard you do it so many times. Even though I nailed it, though, I didn't have the same, you know. You know, we should whatever. We should talk. Did we? I think we did. I don't even know what we talked about on the show. We did mention that you were you guest hosted with Drew Fisher, right? No, we didn't. Uh, I don't, I don't I, think well, we mentioned it on here. So yeah, guys, yeah. On, on the most recent episode, I think it was episode nine of Maker's Town Hall. Ethan co-hosted with Steven, and they got he got to talk to Drew Fisher, the lucky bastard, the legendary. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. Um, yeah, that was a uh, uh, Steven asked me like I think four o'clock in the afternoon, and um, and I hopped on, and it was it was a great time. It was a really fun conversation. Uh, Drew's awesome, and it was yeah, it was a, he had he has a lot of great advice. He's just he's just he's a great YouTuber. He knows how to not take himself seriously, but take his work seriously. You know, you know. I, I'm going to tell you something that I took away from that episode. And, you know, I've talked a lot <clears throat> about growth strategies on social. In fact, one of the questions yeah. um, last week was about growth strategies on social. I can't remember. I think it might have actually been Rory's question. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one of the things I, we talked about was the growth strategy on social. And, like, Drew just basically just flips the bird at all of it and just says, nope, not doing that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I don't know how to story, so I don't story. It's like, wow. You know, I find, like, stories and keeping my feed current and all, I find, like, that's super essential to my growth and the growth of my business and the growth of everything that I'm doing. And Drew is just like, yeah, I'm just going to grow without it. And it's like, wow, you are just a brave freaking dude, so... It was really, it was really funny hearing someone who just looks at convention and just goes, mm, "Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. That's not." I I I applaud anyone who has the uh, willpower to not just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. I really do because I I don't think well, I do that, but I also have I feel the pull. Like I feel that pull. It's like, oh, if you do like live, you'll get more views, and I'm like, yeah, I really don't want to do live. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I think I, yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree. He, he has definitely, he, I mean, he does, don't get, don't get us wrong. He does a ton of work. I mean, he's got newsletters, he's got, Mm -hmm. he's got a ton of things, but in terms of the algorithm stuff, Mm -hmm. he doesn't worry as much about that, which I respect. And I think that's, that's smart. And, and I think, but I think what he doubles down, double down, doubles down on is 
what what he believes in and and i think it was one of the recent episodes or maybe it was even on that um where he was talking about no it was on we built a thing um he was talking about the first video that he uh did started dropping in all of the kind of you know um oh, dad, jokes. dad jokes yeah yeah and like but it like uh what's it called uh deadpan mm-hmm. deadpan like dad jokes like and he was watching his video and he was bored watching his video and he's like if i'm bored watching my own video then i need to do something and that's what prompted him to add in the dad jokes and i and we talked about this with david Pachuto. it's 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 a dangerous thing like trying to be funny is a dangerous slope like it 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 can it can totally work against you because it's if one, if you're not funny, then that's the worst part of it. If you're trying too hard, then that's another part of it. That's like that's not a good thing either. But for him, it's such a casual way that he works it into his voiceover mm-hmm. that it's just brilliant. And and so he so he did it his own way. And that's I think part of what people love about his videos and what comes brings people back is that they just they're excited for that next casual dad joke. You know? Yeah, I I com- I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. And one of the things I mean. He does the blooper reel pretty much better than anyone else. Oh yeah, like his he did a whole are... video on uh-huh. the blooper reel, and it was amazing. You know, when he posted that, I'm like, uh oh, Drew's out of ideas. And then I watched, yeah, it, I was like, right, oh right. no, this was planned. Like this is he knew he well, was going to do. I feel this. like that's exactly what he wanted you to think, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. But now Drew is Drew is one of the good guys. I like that he's even tangentially aware of us if not completely aware of us which is really kind of cool like i love well i don't know if you i don't know if you saw my stories tonight so one of the things we talked about he's talked about and we built a thing we talked about it on uh the makers town hall is that he again the algorithm stuff he does not heart a comment if he does not actually think it's a good comment mm-hmm. on youtube and all every analytical thing anything that you read is you should heart every comment because that you know that shows as engagement and and that you know they the algorithm loves engagement and all those things and i still personally i still think that's probably the right path but he's like no you gotta earn, you gotta earn that earn heart that heart <laughs> you gotta earn that heart and if you don't earn that heart i'm not gonna give it to you um and he my favorite thing and i've said it before but my favorite quote of his is like i got this super nasty like really really nasty comment but it was so nasty that it was just impressive <laughs> so i hearted it and then I blocked him. <laughs> and I, like, I just love that. And that's a perfect example of his uh, humor. It's so weird. So, well, we talked about, um, speaking of harding comments, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if he sent it to you, too. I know he sent it to me. So when we had Paul Jackman on, he talked about this guy that self-owned really hard by liking a comment that was in the moderation queue. So the only person mm-hmm. that could ever see that comment was him. So he liked his own comment <laughs> and then he did it again after Paul mocked him for doing it. He did it with another comment. That's amazing. He sent me a screenshot. He goes, Hey, look at this. And I was just laughing. I'm like, wow, he's cell phone. He didn't just cell phone. He like doubled down on self ownership. <laughs> like, What is wrong? Right. With you? Right. That's amazing. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. It's so great. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was probably one of the highlights of recent weeks when Paul said, hey, remember we talked about the guy that's cell phone? Check this out. <laughs> he did it again. And I'm like, what? It's sitting in the moderation so queue with a like on it. It's like, what are you doing, man? You... So funny. <sighs> yeah. We were going to talk about um, the Enlighten Us Challenge. Yes, our challenge. Um, guys, holy crap. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
we we've we've said it before. We were we we were nervous that anyone would participate. Yeah, really. We we and 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 honestly, speaking for myself, I'm I I set the bar at three. Like I was like, as long as we get three people other than me and Vincent, right? I'm happy. Right. And it's you know we've we've got more than three finished product uh, projects, yep. and we've got a ton more in the works, and I'm blown away. I'm super excited. Yeah. So um, one of the things I'm really digging. And we talked, we just talked about this, so, you know, you're prepared. Mm -hmm. But one of the things I'm really digging is people just going way outside the realm of what they're now used to doing. We have um, Marion from the Creative Ward, who's a sponsor of the podcast. Now, let's get that out of the way, by the way. That's not going to influence the judging, I promise you. We are good. And by the way, if you think it is, then you don't know us very well. Um, Okay. (laughs) That being said, I love what she made. Um, yes. And I love that I love that someone who paints yep. decided to go outside of painting and just full on just make something. And yep. her, we'll, we're going to show. Obviously, you'll see all the projects because we'll put up a gallery probably on the website. Um, yep. We'll change the rules. And, and I did, I did for those, and you don't need to do it at all. There's no advantage or anything like that. But anyone that does make a YouTube video, mm-hmm. make sure you send me the link or let me know, and I'll find the link. Because I did start a whole uh, enlighten us play- playlist, so yeah, it's it's just it's mind blowing what people have done. I am I am I'm 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 not going to cry because I'm just I'm used to crying on this <laughs> damn podcast. But I just will say I am touched yeah. by how many people have just and guys, you did it before the prizes got really good. <laughs> it's like right. we do have. We're not going to talk too much about the prizes because um, we do have some stuff coming in, and we'll probably talk about it next week or the week after. I just haven't had a chance to update the page, and I'm not going to be able to update it before this drops. So we'll talk about it next right. week. But we do have more stuff coming in, and wow. <laughs> but you know what? That's exactly it, Vincent. I don't like. No one cares. I, mean, I know. That's what I. No, I, no one cares about the isn't prizes. That great? And, I, and I think that's yeah. It, and that everything about what I wanted this contest to be, or challenge, sorry, challenge to be is is happening and it makes me so amazingly happy it's like what i wanted from this is one a community builder and the the community is rallying around it and there's people doing hashtags on their stories and their builds and stuff like that but even more than that is to get people to try new things out of their comfort zone and just like you said marion like marion and like a bunch of other people like um they're doing things that they wouldn't have done otherwise and to me, that is the perfect reason for these kind of challenges. It's like just it, it gets someone to try something new and maybe that sparks a new interest or a new whatever. And if not, it still gives you a new experience. Right? I'm looking at I mean, I'm looking at the hashtag now <coughs> just just because I was curious to see if anything new had popped in. Um, Sam from Urban Goods did mm-hmm. the most bonkers project oh the the um that bubble uh-huh. like yeah where he had he got bubbles and he just embraced oh, it it just it looks like it looks, yeah it's just beautiful um yep uh what uh, uh shane got recognized by tommy two-tone yes like, yeah how freaking uh, awesome flip, is that? uh what is it flipping flipping regrets yeah and what's great about it is that in the post that tommy two-tone posted the hashtag bwm enlighten us is right there so yeah yes oh flipping rejects sorry yeah. rejects sorry i messed um, it up yeah a, a weird guy the chain chomp <laughs> yeah that's amazing <laughs> i mean unbelievable and, unbelievable and again that's his first youtube video i love that like that makes me so happy you know who else had their first uh youtube video for my challenge i i'm i bet i know but go ahead 
Mike Clifford of Industrial Maker. He he did his first video, and now he's got over five hundred really? something subs. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, he thinking did for him. But okay. Well, uh, Modern Maker. Well, I, I I was as well, but I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna promote myself. But yeah, yeah. Um, Adam Adam Zwalich from um, Zodog Woodworking. Mm-hmm. Another one. Just I'm watching. He's active in the stories. My friend, a friend of mine, Ken Madden. I'm looking at his design. I'm like, Jesus, Ken, post something so we can see how it's coming because that thing is awesome. This lamp that he's got going on. Wait, which one is that? Um, Sorry, it's the in the. Ha- if you're looking at the hashtag, it's the one that's a sketch. Oh yeah, that thing looks awesome. I mean, you guys are just you're crushing. I know it's it. just amazing. I'm I'm I I'm so anxious for the two of us to have to pick a freaking winner. <laughs> I, I'm we're gonna. I think what we'll do, by the way, because we know that we know the night. I think maybe. Um, Maybe we'll do some kind of live thing where we pick the winner. Yeah. And maybe we'll do talk maybe about. we'll figure that out cuz we know the deadline date. We know the date that we said we were going to talk about it on the show. Maybe we do that episode live? Yeah, well, we, we could you know we, we could do like a it'd be cool to be able to show it too. So it'd be cool to do like a YouTube video or something where we are yeah. clicking through. Maybe we just I don't do, know how we do You know that, what, but. Ethan? I'm going to, I have an idea. See, we're thinking about this live while we're talking. Here's the, here's yeah, my we, idea. We had not talked about this clearly. Let's, but. let's, let's scrap the idea of redoing the reveal on the show. Mm-hmm. Let's do like a live event, like kind of an award show. <laughs> yeah. Screw right. it. Everybody can wear tuxedos or, you know, tuxedo <laughs> t-shirts. We don't care. Um, I'm going to make a leather tuxedo. Well, by then, Ethan and I, one of us will figure out how to do a live stream, and <laughs> yeah. we'll just do it. Let's just do it. Screw it. Yeah, we'll, no, that'd be fun. We'll do the deliberation, and we'll talk. Well, and we sh- we'll showcase a lot, a lot. And if we can, we'll do showcase all. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I think that's a great I idea. That'd be really that. fun. I think there you go. Yeah. We're going to do that. So we're going to do it live. Yep. We're going to we'll deliberate on. You guys can hear the deliberations. And I, I, would, I would kind of, normally I would be like, this is a bad idea. But no, I think it's actually a good idea because we're going to talk about all the projects and you're going to hear for the winner, you're going to hear why they won. Yeah. Because this way, and this way there won't be any doubt that we had an honest discussion about every project. So that's what we're going to yeah. do. We're going to do it yeah. live. Okay. We figured it out. I'm not going to quote Bill O'Reilly, but blah, blah, we're going to do it live. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I think we just but, decided. Yeah. Um, Wait, did we just become best friends? Mm. <laughs> I, think, I think we're already best friends, Ethan. Oh, we are. I love yeah. you, man. Yeah. I'm not getting my Bud Light. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Enlighten Us Challenge has proven to be way more popular than I really expected it to be. I mean... Uh, me too. And and I don't... I'm not saying that to be modest. I, it's... We have a lot... And we have more coming, too. That's the other thing. Is I know I've talked to people. They're like, it's coming... Although I did uh, tell someone the wrong date. So when does it end? It's August 17th, 11.59. Yeah, so I told someone Easter. the end of August, which I need to yeah. inform so them the that So the show that we were going to do would be the episode that I think would drop September 2nd, I think I said. But I think we're going to okay. just do a live award show. Maybe we'll do it like yeah. over the weekend or something. We'll just do that. And then we'll yeah. just do a regular podcast. And maybe what we could do is the winner can be on the podcast episode after we do the, the award show. Huh. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's cool. If they want to be, because that is one of the prizes that we yeah. added, which was a really good idea. By the way. who was that? Was it with Jeff that suggested that, or Adam, that the winner should be invited on the show? I thought that was a really good. If idea. they want to, though, because well, I don't want to force someone. No, it's option. We do. It is optional. Yes. We're not. Well, we should just say you can't get your prize until you've been on the show. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but um yeah no it's it's been really good watching you guys go and watching the the hashtag has been again remember we weren't expecting anyone so every mm-hmm. every bit of interaction has been more than we expected <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> which is so damn cool so it's so fun it's it's really cool and and again i i've been truly blown away and impressed by the submissions like it's been amazing so i showed i showed beth um drew's axe light which is really cool. oh yeah and she goes did he put a light in an axe i was like yeah <laughs> he sure as hell did and it's yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah and I'm, I'm don't drew don't take this the wrong way dude i didn't i didn't know about you before you submitted this and i'm like now i watch your youtube videos i'm like wow he makes really cool stuff so it's it's i i love this community i really do yeah i really do i feel like I feel like I found my home. Just a bunch of another bunch of weirdos that we can all just get along with, and we're all weird in the same way. Yep, exactly. Uh, you know, yep. um, Christy. By the way, Christy uh, is working on a really cool idea. But when I initially saw the piece that she started with, I could not stop thinking about the leg lamp from A Christmas Story. <laughs> yeah, it's just got that shape, which is really totally, cool. totally. It's. It's just, she's doing a real, from what I've seen, I don't even know what's coming. She's working on more of it. And I don't know what she's doing, but what she's done so far, I was like, wow, that is. Well, and it, we were just talking about in the half time, she is, she wired something for the first mm-hmm. time. And again, as I said, like two minutes ago, that's one of my favorite things is that getting someone out of their wheelhouse and she had the same reaction that I had the first time I tried to wire a light. I thought it was, I was so anxious about it and so nervous and i opened up and it's like oh you just put this you have two wires Mm -hmm. sometimes three two wires and you put this one to this one and you screw it in and this one to this one screw it in and all of a sudden you have a light that lights up like oh my gosh i can make lights anytime i want now and like that is an amazing experience right to just yeah once you be able to once you figure out that it's not that hard then all of a sudden it's like well then why am i not doing it (laughs) exactly well, why do you think I make so many desk lamps and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not because it's difficult. It's because it's fun. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and it, what's... I don't know if she's actually entering this. I don't think she is. But Brandy standing near that that incredible chandelier that she's working on really makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I, I don't know if she's entering that. I know she wants to enter. I think she wants to enter something else. Okay. Um, but yeah, if she does that... There's a there's a few heavy hitters, but there but see, it doesn't matter. No, like, that's, that's the thing. But what's I'm gonna yeah. so and I was okay. So just just to refresh people's memory, the main criteria isn't. I can't believe that's even possible. It's the wow factor, the intangibles. We've completely right. left it to the point where you could make the most technically perfect lamp, and we just like the design of another one and pick it. So right. I don't want people to get intimidated by the fact that Shane came out and made a phone that you dial to. That, <laughs> right. I, like I, I, I get it. Eight six seven five. I, I get where you could be intimidated. But don't let it intimidate you away from trying if it's something you're interested in. Because the criteria isn't, I can't do that. It's just not. It's not what we're... Well, and, and again, it, and I hope it comes across, the, the goal of this is not to win the challenge. No. And I hope... And I don't think... I honestly don't think because of the community that we yeah, have. I don't, think it, I don't think anyone that is entering this to win the prize. It's, it's a, 
it would be nice. It's a, it's a factor, but it's it's more to participate and be part of the community, and that's what I love it's, most. It's so, our little way. It's our little way of right. showing you guys <laughs> some love for participating at the prizes. Like it's not really. Well, and and I I mean I've I've definitely started following people that I mm-hmm. hadn't followed before because of it, and I guarantee other people that listen to the podcast have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. And um and as I've said before, when I when I was in not a nobody, but when I when you know when I was starting off on Instagram and they and the Modern Maker podcast did their challenge, the one one sheet of plywood challenge, I met so many people from that that have met meant so much to me mm-hmm. you know and i'm not talking like hundreds or anything i'm talking about like 10 to 15 people that i'm really good friends with now because i met them through that challenge mm-hmm. and so to me that's what's what's most important it's, it's been fantastic you guys are exceeding expectations beyond a level that i can't i forget expected could have right not, you i don't think i could have ex- i didn't expect it but you're exceeding no. it to a point where it's like I'm in awe of the creativity level that some of you have going on because yeah, not that I didn't expect you guys to be creative. I figure most of you listening are makers or creatives or artists or something, but just it's been fantastic. I just didn't figure people would care enough to actually I didn't think they'd participate. Put, let's be honest. We didn't think you'd put this much effort in. We yeah. thought it'd be like, yeah. oh, look, I made a really cool lamp. Like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm going to make a lamp that's going to kick Ethan's ass, and that's cool. But, <laughs> you know, I know what that's going to take me to get done. But then I see, like, yeah. I have to consult with a robotics engineer to figure out how to right, make my right. phone dial a... F- like, wow, yeah. you guys really are into this. This is awesome. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Thank you for participating, and uh, just understand that we we whether we can express it adequately or not, we really do appreciate the fact that you guys are support. We feel like that's supporting us by you, yeah, for sure. by you doing it, which is why we want to make the make the final reveal a big deal, or we want to give everybody a moment to kind of bask in it because you guys have produced some great stuff, and we want to kind of give you a little bit of a pat on the back for it. So. And, and and I don't want to step out because we truly haven't uh, discussed this, but I do think we'll probably have more than a first prize. No, no, we will. First prize. We, will. we have yeah, to. Yeah, I think I think I think we'll have. I think we'll probably we'll have a first, second, and third. I think we can do that now. Yeah, considering the amount of prizes that we're getting. Yeah, um, I think we can make. Or that we work can, somehow. you know, we can give all. We can make a big prize pack for the winner, and then like smaller gift certificates for the. Yeah, the, yeah. I think we'll that's figure part out of something. I think doing. I think we can do the top three. Though. Yeah, I, I we we weren't sh- the reason we didn't do. That, I'm just gonna tell you f- straight up, being as honest as I can with you guys. You know, pulling back the kimono, as they say, as we do. Um, we didn't do that because we didn't know how many people would participate. Just right. straight up, we if we had four people participate, giving away three prizes would be asinine. <laughs> but we have we have enough now where we're comfortable saying, okay, we can do a first, second, and third prize. So. Maybe yeah. we go from winner takes all to winner takes most. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's again. I don't think it's about the prizes no, to be honest. No, so. not with this group. But I, but I would love to be able to recognize a couple more than just the first. So yeah, I I feel like it's safe to do that now. So yeah, yeah. So there you go. You just heard us brainstorming for twenty freaking minutes <laughs> because that's what we do on this podcast. We brainstorm, but yeah. And talk over each other. <laughs> and, and ignore the guests. Um, yep. Do we have a guest tonight? Oh, we had a guest. Where? Oh, where let's introduce guest? our guest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> when we did the episode with Johnny Lambert, we had a great video of the week. And yeah. it almost feels like a crime 
to not name him as video of the week this week. We now Justin and I did a different one because Justin pointed out one that was a great video that blew my mind. I was like, "Yep, this is a good one." Let's do. But Ethan and I had picked this one for the episode that Johnny Builds did with us. And um it's a real and we can't not represent yeah, it. Yeah, it it just has to get some love. It's a it's a fantastic fantastic video. Um friend of the show well, at least friend of me on Instagram anyway. I don't know if he listens to the show. He might now. Um, Jake Thompson uh, has a really cool YouTube channel. He does some really good stuff. He did um, a table he's calling the money table, which is a really slick, deep resin pour river table with coins in it. <laughs> Just so damn cool. Like literally a money table. So you guys know everything river is repulsive <clears throat> to me almost because um, I hate, I just, I'm so tired of it. Right. Um, so if you're going to bring river, anything to the table, it's, well, that's funny. Bring river to the table, but if you're going to bring anything <laughs> river to that. the table, it's got to be something unique, right? Like uh, Michael and Brooke did those dressers with the top. That was just gorgeous. Right. It was technically a river table, but come on, that's, that's not the kind of thing that you think of when you think of a river table. So is this, this is a computer desk. It's, I think it's like two inches thick, he said, and it's just... Yeah, I think so, yeah. It's the the amount of depth that he creates by using the resin the way he does. Um, it's just, it's an incredible job. Watching his process, watching his, you know, the hits and misses and watching him learn and find his way through this process was great, but I just really loved the video. I love the finished product, and he got such... Yeah, it's beautiful. The clear. the It's so freaking clear at the end. It's just... It's uh, that's hard. I mean, yeah. again, I have not. I've only done a little bit with epoxy, but I know how hard it is to get that kind of clarity. Mm-hmm. It's 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 nothing to shake a and stick. And he at, did yeah. a lot of the sanding by hand, which blows my mind. And yeah. remember, this is a table that's two inches thick, and I'm saying it's about thirty five, thirty six inches long, somewhere in that neighborhood. You can't put that in a pressure pot. Like you no. really just got to nail what you're doing. And he crushed it. The table is yeah. gorgeous. It's very so cool. Very cool. I would I would highly recommend I'd highly recommend checking out the video. He call it's called the money table. He uses a special resin, and we did talk to Johnny Builds about it, um, about these deep pour resins and how they don't go exothermic. And oh man, that conversation was so good. I really wish we could save. You're gonna have to wait for a couple months. And- oh, All right, no more, no more mourning that conversation. But we did talk about a lot of the stuff, and even he. Now Johnny is a is a resin guy. Like he loves his resin. Well, he just put out actually a, a video about casting resin things, which is actually I have I actually haven't watched it, which is. Can you believe I'm, it? I'm stunned because I've watched it. I know. It was like two days ago and I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> that just goes to show you how busy I've been with my job job. But yeah, it's it's the murder. horn. He, he encased a murder hornet in clear resin. And it's so cool. But but he, it, but I'm guessing what the premise is, is how to get a really super clear yep. cast with resin. And uh, and that's it's not an easy thing to no, do. So it's really not. And as someone who makes resin jewelry and, right, and right, I've had yeah. one bubble ruin a piece it yeah. happens, you know? Yep. Um, yeah, really good, really good stuff from Jake. Um, it's definitely, it was an easy pick for video of the week, and we feel like it was one of those that just deserves enough recognition where it should be video of the week again. Well, technically for the first time, but in first a recording time, yeah. that people will hear. <laughs> so, right, right. Thank, 
Yeah. Thank you for... And there have been a lot of great videos this week, too. Yeah. That we are not... But we, we felt like we couldn't not... We couldn't skip over that yeah, one. Yeah, I didn't so. want to miss... I didn't want to miss this one. This one right. was a... This one was a... Like a cut above what's... Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what else was a cut above? But I'm not going to make a video of the week. But did you see um, Pask did a Kumiko panel to cover the water tank in yes. his backyard? Yep. Yep. Dude, we got to get yep. him on the show. <laughs> we just got to get him on the show. I mean... I, I, I wanna I wanna talk to a mind like that. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Crazy. Um Ethan, thing of the week. <clears throat> Alright, I got two ones, but I'll make them both quick. So one of them was my thing of the week last week, but I just wanna hit hit back on it. Um and that was Instructables. So uh Instructables, the website, I I've had a couple of people telling me to uh put you know put my videos on there and and do that for a long time as a way to drive traffic and stuff like that. And I finally did it. I've got two, I put two of my projects up on there and you know, I haven't gotten a lot of new subscribers from it, Mm -hmm. but I've gotten, I've gotten feature, I gotten featured on both of them. I've gotten a editor's pick on one of them. Uh, I was on the daily email on another. And so I've gotten like, I've I've gotten about three, uh, no, about 4,000 views on those two projects in the last week. Um, and the only reason I'm saying that is not to brag or anything like that, but it's just another avenue that you can get to drive traffic to YouTube or Instagram or anything like that. And it doesn't take a lot of extra work. And the <clears throat> what I'll say is the views that I've gotten, so my views on the two videos I did have doubled since... I posted on Instructables. So my YouTube views have doubled mm. since I posted on Instructables. And even though I haven't gotten a lot of new subscribers, those views are fantastic. So those views, the retention rate on those views are more than double any other source that I've gotten. Wow. So so if I get you know a view from Reddit or a view from Instagram, and it's like a minute long on my 12-minute video that I put a lot of heart love and heart into um it's you know it's like three minutes long so it's it's a great avenue and it's not that hard if you're already uh doing a voiceover script for your youtube videos all you do is take that voiceover script and make it into a you know a text instructable and it's it's a great resource so anyways i i've had i'm new to it but I've had some success already. And so for people that are making YouTube videos already, it's a great new avenue. So very cool. I'll leave it at that. And then my other thing real quick is a new tool uh, that I've had for a while, but I just finally use, and that's the Ryobi um, 18 volt airstrike Brad nailer. And that thing, I am obsessed with that thing. It's, it is amazing. They're wonderful. I have the pin nailer and the 18 gauge Brad nailer and they're both. It's so good. I like, I I knew that it was good from talking to you, Mm -hmm. right? I I knew it was like a a tool worth having, but I'm, even then it surprised me as how well it worked. So I used it for the first time this weekend and not only did it work well, but it's such a super satisfying tool to use the sound. And the and the feeling because when you're driving the yeah it's so so cool I I just I wanted to I I told Bruce I was like I'm gonna go around my house just brad nailing everything <laughs> just just so I can use this thing so super good tool 
um, especially if you don't have the space or you don't want the you know the noise of mm-hmm. a air compressor. This thing is it works. It works. I love it. They both work. The ones I have work really yeah. really well. The only thing, as someone who's used a mm-hmm. pneumatic um, nail gun, the only thing that annoys me. You can't yeah. just whack, 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 whack. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No, take, you need a, it's a pause, There's a reload, right? but. Yeah, yeah, there's a reload. Yeah, that's But fair. for us, I mean, we're not contractors. We're woodworkers, right? Right. So it's fine. We're not our buildings, like, exactly. doing barns <laughs> exactly. in the middle, right? It's yeah. absolutely a fantastic, I mean, I like I said, I have the 18-gauge brad nailer, and I have the 23-gauge pin nailer, and both of them are just superb tools. Like, Ryobi, I know people, I am almost exclusively Ryobi hand power tools in my in my yeah. shop at this point. Most of my other tools have been changed out for Ryobi tools. Like I just like them. They work really, really well. The only Ryobi tool I have that I freaking hate and can't stand and think is utterly useless is the hammer drill. Like I I, I Oh yeah, so I don't it have sucks. that. It, it the the chuck on it is the literal worst chuck ever. Ugh. Um aside from that they make great tools. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, some of my favorite tools, again, I mean, I'm not a contractor. I'm using them in a, mm-hmm. you know, semi-consistent way. But yeah, like, yeah, like the, that. this tool and the glue gun, even the, the glue, glue gun, gun is that's the best still one of my ever. favorite things. Like, it's amazing. So, yeah. And, and I'll tell you, you know what else is Ryan. good? They have a tool that people, the average person is going to look at and go, why would I buy that? Let me tell you something. You want it. They have an 18-volt caulk gun. Oh, I've seen that. I've never understood why that would be helpful. Genius. Yeah, tell me about it. It's genius because one of the things I like about it is you just kind of have even pressure constantly coming out, and you don't have to do that clack a clack a clack a thing with the with the back to try to push in on it, and it's it's easy to load. It just works. It's wonderful, and it's nice, consistent pressure coming out of the gun. It. I bought it for a project. And I am so glad I bought it because it was like 40 bucks. It was stupidly cheap. It was like, it's almost dumb to not get it. So I just got it. Because I kept buying well, those cheap it. red ones and kept throwing them away when because they, they're pretty much useless. You can never get the plunger out of them. It, well, and uh, my understanding, too, of the battery-powered ones is once you, like, when you stop, they stop. Whereas the other ones, they just keep, like, mm-hmm. dripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this this yeah. is a really, it's a great tool. And, you know, it's a typical Ryobi tool. It's well-made. It. It's a little bit heavy, as I, I don't. That's the one thing right. about their tools. Yeah. I will say, yeah, they're, they're a little bit on the heavy side. They're like they're not ergonomically, but they're not the greatest. If if you're using them for like for an extended period of time, they're definitely going to weigh. Yeah, on you, a, right? so perfect. A perfect example of that is I my number one orbital sander is a Ryobi, mm-hmm. and my hands are exhausted after like a half right, hour right. of sanding. Like exhausted, exhausted. It's a heavy tool, but it does a really good job. And again. I don't have electricity in the middle of my shop. And right. a lot of times I like when it's something's dusty or chippy, like using the router, I like to work in my driveway. Right. And it's just, they make, they make really good stuff. And the nice thing is their batteries there. They got something coming by the way. I don't know. Did you get the announcement? They got something coming in like September, Mm-mm. some kind of battery platform upgrade, but it's not going to be a new platform. It's going to be backwards compatible, but they're doing something. So, uh, well, I think, I think, uh, I think it was Ben Ueda that, uh, said it the best he was like all of a sudden, like there's been a transition for tool companies they're no longer tools companies they're battery yeah. companies and they're making tools to fit their batteries and I, th- I think that's right i mean and and ryobi is a perfect example of that they're making caulk guns that are battery mm-hmm. powered like that wouldn't have been a thing if you were a tool company and, right like and ryobi's made you know? tools 
I hate to say it, but Ryobi has made battery-powered tools first. Ryobi right. made oh, yeah. a battery... Right. O- nobody made a... Okay, there are people that made battery-operated glue guns, but nobody made one that fits a standard battery platform. Right, You right. know, Ryobi did that. Yep. Ryobi's got... Yep. I'm not. I don't want to sound mm-hmm. like a Ryobi commercial, but go to Home Depot and look at how many different, like any tool you want. There's a Ryobi version of the tool, right? Well, and there are there are tools that Ryobi doesn't meet my standard, like their right? table saw. I mean, that's the worst. Yeah, damn exactly. Thing I would not. I don't want. I don't want their job site table saw because mm-hmm. I, I will kill myself somehow. <laughs> I don't know how, As but I will. It my but... first table saw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. Science. We are, but I am definitely, I'm definitely, I've come around on Ryobi. As far as bang for the buck, I don't care. You're not getting better. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that's what it is. It's a bang for your buck without sacrificing like complete quality. And and, and in some cases, better quality. I, I would say, I would say the quality is better than expected on just about every tool that I got a lot of them. So yeah, I've been, and I'll tell you, they're, they're brushless seven and a half inch cordless circular saw is the best saw I've ever used. And I've not used that big Flexvolt DeWalt one, but I'm going to tell you that Ryobi saw is phenomenally good. Mm. I can't bog it down. I've never bogged it down, not one time. I have a, I have a DeWalt battery-powered one that I acquired from someone, and I, I really don't. I hate it, and I, I, don't, I, I like DeWalt. Mm. I do, but I, I just don't like it. I, I, I don't feel safe using it. I don't know yeah, what it is. I, I had the, um, the six-and-a-half-inch one, the smaller one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just didn't use it that much. And now that I got this yeah. seven and a half inch brushless monster, oh, I use it all the time. <laughs> it's, it's great. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. My thing. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm going to come out with some knowledge here. You're right? I'm going to drop some knowledge on you. Got Sleep, it. very important. I know. I know. I know. Sleep is very important. I was having a big problem. And the big problem was I could not stay asleep. I would wake up in the middle of the night, hacking up my freaking lungs more often than I didn't. Like if I had two nights of good sleep back to back, it was like a miracle. And I was, I, I tried everything. I tried, I cut back to where I wasn't eating. Like I go to bed typically around 11 o'clock. I would stop eating anything at nine o'clock, which I really, after my surgery, I should be doing anyway. So I just have kind of really buckled down on doing that. That didn't help. Um, I tried drinking more before bed, trying to, you know, maybe thinking that if there was anything left in my throat after dinner, that maybe that would flush it down. That didn't help. Um, I tried elevating my head more. That didn't help. I tried opening the window. That kind of helped. I was like, I don't know what else to do. So I'm like freaking out. I'm like, maybe I got to go back to the doctor and maybe there's something wrong. Maybe the GERD is back. I didn't know what was going on. So then I started looking like what causes nighttime coughing fits. And somebody on one random site said air quality. I was like, huh, hmm. air quality, huh? So I went on, I started looking around the internet and I tried to find the best air purifier that was within a reasonable price. I was willing to go up to, a, I don't know, about seven, $800 if I had to. Because I'm telling you, when you can't sleep, Night after You'll night anything, after night right? after night. I would have yeah. given my truck to someone who could just get me to sleep a couple of nights. Right. Like that's how you start to, your nerves start to fray. And I'm telling you, it's not an exaggeration. You get, you're on edge all the time because you're not resting. So anyway, I went on, I found on Wirecutter, they were talking about this air purifier and I looked on Amazon and it was on sale. Regularly, it's $229. It was on sale for 200 bucks. 
And I'm like, okay, it's Amazon, right? If it completely sucks, I can return it. That's the worst case scenario is it sucks, it's horrible, I just send it back. So I grabbed this thing. It's the Koei AP1512HH Mighty Air Purifier. It has a HEPA filter. It has a four-stage filter. It's got like a charcoal filter. It's got a HEPA filter. It's got a like a microfiber filter. It's 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 okay. So it's a washable pre-filter, an odor, a charcoal odor filter, and a HEPA filter, and it's got an ionizer built into it. Okay. So what's really cool about it is it has auto mode, and auto mode will up the fan speed based on the air quality in the room. So it's constantly running. But it's pulling in air, and if it detects there's a drop in air quality, it ups the fan to circulate air faster. And right. it circulates a 360-square-foot room, which is 18 by 20. Is that what it is? Is my math? That's right, 18 by 20? That's 300? Uh, yeah. Sure. At, at 951 yeah. at night? Yeah, yeah that, that sounds, sounds right. about right. And if it's wrong, screw <laughs> it. Who cares? Um, that's that's um, America units. I don't know what that is. That's, you know, I don't know what that is in um, Kanukistan units, but... Yeah, dude, seriously, I've slept every night since I got this thing. Every single night. I I could not believe how quickly I responded to having this thing. Yeah. Um awesome. I would highly recommend if you if you if you're in doubt about whether or not you need one, um I'm just going to tell you this much. It ain't going to hurt you and it's $200. <laughs> right. Well, and it, yeah, I have one in my office and it's amazing. I it, like I I I'm hundred percent agree that I believe one hundred percent. It's uh, but at the same time as we talked about, Vincent, don't go for the cheap ones. They don't yeah. work. Yeah, you have to you have to go to a certain level to make it. Worthwhile. I think I honestly think based on what I've seen, I think this is an anomaly in this price range. I think you're. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think I think the one I got was like three hundred. Yeah, generally, bucks, so, generally yeah. what I was finding is there they start at like three, and the sweet spot is like three to five in mm-hmm. that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. This one is definitely an anomaly. It's um for the price, I I just don't think. But the manual is not in good English, so I'm thinking it's just one <laughs> yeah. of those companies that they're just getting stuff from China and they're just repackaging it. I don't really care. It's made my sleep so much better. Like That's I have awesome. slept every night since I got it. It's. That's like a game changer, you know, you know? Yeah, you don't realize how important sleep is until you stop right. getting it. <laughs> I'm, right. I know that's corny, but it's the truth. You, you, it just, yeah, great, great, great purchase. Well worth the two hundred bucks. Um, we don't have. I don't have an affiliate code. We don't have an affiliate code for the show. So if you buy it from Amazon, we don't get any credit for it. But <laughs> I would highly recommend if it's something. If it's something that you think you might need, there's a pretty good chance you do. Like. We have two cats. They sleep on the bed all day long, right? There's cat hair all over the place. Now, I'm not allergic to cats anymore. I was allergic when I was younger. But even that in the air is not good for your lungs. And I'm not going to well, say it's going to... Yeah, well, we have a dog. I'm I'm 100% allergic to dogs and everything. I am allergic so. to dogs, by the way. Yeah. I'm not yeah. allergic to cats, but I am allergic to dogs. Oh, that's crazy. That's yeah, surprising. Right? Um, yeah, yeah. But and this is not going to suck cat hair off of your clothes. No. But what I did notice, like today, <laughs> I went to grab because I keep my jogging pants on the floor next to the bed. Like I get up when I get home, I change into my comfortable jogging pants for walking around the house. And as soon as I picked them up, the purple light came on, which means the air quality dropped because they keep they're on the floor right by the air filter. And it just turns out 
that there was probably some sawdust or some cat hair on my pa- and it picked it up and it, it the fan kicked up a little higher until it calmed down. I was like, wow, this is legit. Like I know what caused that and it worked. So, right. Right. It gives you confidence that it actually is yeah, doing what it's supposed I mean, to if do. I'm going to kick right. up dust, that's how I'm going to do it. And I did. And right. it, it kicked right. on. So the Coway AP1512HH, don't worry, that link will be in the show notes. But it's a fantastic device. And like I said, it's got me sleeping again, which is wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's going to do it. I think that's going to do it. I think we've um I think we've talked yeah, ourselves it was, out. It was fun having uh just uh you and I, man. Yeah, it's it was weird it's weird not having a, a third person on the show. Yeah. It's been a long freaking time since we went without a guest. I know. Well, we went through a period where it was just you and I for a while. Yeah. And then we yeah, no. And and both and are good. I like Unless both. I miss my guest. Oh, guest. Unless I miss my guess, we do have a guest for next week. Um, because next week is the thirty. Next week, what? T- I don't know what day it is anymore. Jesus, I don't know. It's gonna be August next. Yeah, week. yeah. So we should next have week. a guest next week. Um, I have to just confirm with him, but we should have a guest for next week. You're gonna have to tell me that after. I will, off, and I'll tell you guys next week. <laughs> Hopefully, well, if we introduce next week with a guest and it's a guy, then we're talking about the right person. If we introduce a guest <laughs> and it's not a guy, well, then we had somebody else come in. But either way, we'll be back next week, whether we have a guest or not, because it's only a couple of weeks away Yes, from the uh, deadline. <laughs> have a great week, everybody. We will be back again next week. And if you have a moment, as we proved tonight, leave a review. We yeah. may not re- read it on the very next episode, but maybe we do a self-flagellation episode where we kiss our own butts <laughs> for a half hour. Because we're allowed to, because it's our show. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>